Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, we just weren't good enough as a team. And that, that starts with me and permeates down through everybody else on the offense. I mean, to, to move the ball like that and come up with three points, we, you know, that's just, that's, you're just not going to win that way. I'm sorry? As much as you say it starts with you, how concerned are you with your own job security? Uh, I think that's a contradiction in question. I mean, it's, it starts with me and it ends with me. So that's that's somebody else's decision. What's your message to the team at this point? You know, when you when you get beat like that, I didn't I didn't have a great message for the team after the game. That's uh, I didn't I didn't have a great message. I mean, we we got beat, and you know we have to we have to live with the consequences. That's that's just life in the NFL, and you know we have to live with it. Did you take it over at any point today? I called the plays today. The whole day. The whole day. I mean, just the idea of changing, what was behind that? Yeah, just my own reasons. Could have, would have, should have is the difference what I'm talking about. The good teams don't come in and say could have. They get it done. In my opinion, that sucked. Well, enough is enough, and it's time for a change. Wow. Well, welcome back to Real Bucks Talk Podcast. This is Michael Plus, Mark Ramirez. And that just tells you that this is a sinking ship that is going down by the man itself, Dirk Cutter, because he just doesn't know what he is doing. And it's pretty obvious. I mean, he's just continuing to rearrange chairs like Adam Schefter said today on a Titanic is obviously going down, and it's it's time for a change. And I'm going to let Mark just take it away because I know he's got a lot of thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, so some of the thoughts, obviously we've all been saying, we both have been saying about how we don't like the coaching staff. Dirk Cutter, he's always pushing the ball deep. And a lot of people have been saying why our red zone area sucked was because of our offensive line. I beg to defer and say it's because you're still pushing the ball you're on the 20-yard line, and almost I, I'll go back and put it up later, but almost every time I saw it, it was vertical routes, just straight, just go towards the red zone. Mm-hmm. There was no quick outlets. There was no quick passes for your quarterback to get a quick outlet. It was just the same old shit. So, obviously, if it's working within the 20s, there's so much space where you can maneuver everything, and the safeties have to keep going back. The safeties aren't going to keep going back when you're at the 20-yard line. What are they going to do, run into the goddamn wall <laughs> or the field goal post? No, it's stupid. You're running the same shit you're doing within the 20s. That's what got me. Mm-hmm. And then also before we start going more into the uh, the team and everything, we both went to the game. Yeah. All right, we both said that on the podcast earlier in the week. And um, my experience there wasn't the greatest. So my good friend Plus here decides, oh, we, we want to get a game cup for Mr. Robert Green, correct? Yeah. So all of y'all on Twitter, you, you, y'all should know that man. He's a very smart, educated man. So we want to get him a game cup. Mm-hmm. We go up there and say, can we get a game cup? Mm-hmm. Or he goes up there and says, can I get a game cup? They give him a Cleveland Browns game cup. Right. And, I, and he comes back, he goes, these dumb shits gave me the wrong cup. I go, oh, hell no, you're going to take that. So I walk up there, yeah. say, 
can I get a game cup? They said that is a game cup. I go, this is the Browns. Literally, it shows the Browns helmet on there. Right. So the sh- service over there is just shit. Mm-hmm. I picked up the, their cup. I go, listen, this is who we're playing, the Redskins. Mm-hmm. Can I just take this cup and you, I give you this cup? That's all I want. Right. I don't want a refill. I just want this. No, you can't do that. you got to go customer service. <laughs> so it, it's shitty right now from to, top to bottom. Pretty much. I couldn't believe that we couldn't just get a damn cup. I had to go to customer service and complain and say, listen, there was people over there. At, I forgot what the hell the name of it was. Mm-hmm. Or just did a shit service. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't believe I had to argue over a damn cup. Sorry. I didn't want anything. But can I have this cup? And so I had to go to customer service to get the damn cup. But that's the end of my rant. But back to the team. Mm-hmm. Yes, we've been saying it. I was not confident at all. This was maybe the most boring game we've ever been to. It was. I mean, we didn't get our butts kicked, mm-hmm. but it just looked so boring. Like you, inside the twenties, like oh good, the first drive I was loving it, mm-hmm. and then you just see Fitz overthrow it yeah. to a little running back, and Norman's in the end zone and yeah. catches it. Yeah, just what? throw it. Just throw it. <sighs> Why are you throwing it to your running back down, down at the goal line who's only five seven at best? And you try to you know get him. Obviously he was open, but why are you trying to throw it to him down there? Uh, especially in tight, you know, a tight situation where you're in a scoring area and you're trying to get points, and you go to that play. Like why? Like I can see that play if you're in space or something. Like if you're out at the forty yard line or something like that. But why are you trying to do that when you're so close to scoring a touchdown? Why not use that for your playmakers like Mike Evans or OJ Howard or somebody else? But I don't, I don't get it. But like what Mark was saying about just continue to run our offense throughout the whole drive, like it's just stupid. Like why are you running vertical routes every time when you can just when you can just uh, use like quick routes, like slants and stuff like that, like quick stops with Deshaun Jackson that worked, that got you down there, and then you go away from it. It's like. Then you don't even try to run the football either. Like Peyton Barber's running on them, and then you don't run it inside the 20. Now, what, what did you say? It was like 9 for 44? Yeah, he had nine, nine carries for 44 yards in, in the first half, and then they only give him four touches in the second half. He ends up with 67 yards for 4.7 yards per carry. Like, you're trying to run the football, but then you don't run it? Like, I don't... This team just makes no sense. Like, they're just... It seems like they're backwards. It's like... Um, you have all these playmakers, you have ability to score, and yes, you have the turnovers and the missed kicks, which, you know, that comes down to players too, but it's like, where's, where's the game plan? Where's the attention to detail? Like, where's, you know, you're not showing anything like as far as trying to attack the mismatch. And we always say that. And they never do that. No. They never do it. So, And then it was funny how he said, oh, what am I supposed to do? Take targets away from Evans and Jackson and give it to this guy and this guy? <laughs> so he actually did that. Yeah. Evans had six targets. Godwin had seven. Jaquiz Rogers had eight. Djax had eight. I expected Jackson to get touches just because we're facing the Redskins. Mm-hmm. I was expecting that. Yeah. But the thing is, OJ had two targets, one catch, 15 yards. Yeah. Probably a top three tight end in the league. Top five right now, I would say, but soon to be top three when he gets a coach that knows how to use him. Hmm. But it, it's just insane. Yeah. And we said middle of the field is going to be wide open. It was all wide open first half of the game, yeah. and you stopped going to it. Mm-hmm. And to why? 
God knows why. I don't know. Cutter that, knows why. Because he was calling the plays, right? Yeah, he was calling the plays, and it. I don't know. It's just. What do they say? Your your team usually reflects your head coach, and the head coach just seems lost, and that's how the team yeah. plays. Like they just look lost out there consistently every week. It's like, and I put this up on Twitter last night. I was like, this team is inconsistent from top to bottom, management, coaching staff, players. But then the one thing they are consistent at is turnovers because <laughs> they just they don't make good decisions. They don't know how to how to be smart team they're not like they have no football iq um just it's not good and then when you have the redskins and i get up to the defensive side because i thought they play you know they played better but our defensive line got their ass kicked and i'm sorry they did it by a backup offensive line that had guys coming on off the street you the redskins just signed jonathan cooper who we probably could have used, like, you have one of the worst guards in the league in Bidinock, and you can't upgrade him by signing a, a Jonathan Cooper, who actually dominated Jerome McCoy yesterday and dominated Vita Vea and guys like that. Like, it, there's, just, there's just nothing. I mean, there's just nothing with this team right now. I mean, I'll say the defense did play better. Mm-hmm. Oh, one more thing on Cutter. I played that beautiful intro. I loved it. I thought it was a thing of beauty. It's good. But... Literally, you can just hear it in his voice. He's just, it almost is like defeated. He's just like, okay, I, well, I called the plays, so what? My own reasons. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, I don't know. This isn't in my hands anymore. It is in your hands. Yeah. And then, like, you don't know what to do anymore. Yeah. You're paying millions of dollars to know what to do. And I know, uh, who was it that said, oh, I feel bad for this coaching staff? And No. Right. There's 32 jobs in the NFL that have a staff beneath them. Everyone should be just as hungry to get that job. Right. Just like every NFL player should be hungry to beat the person in front of them. This isn't, oh, I feel bad for you. This is a millionaire's job. Yeah, it's a business. And it's a business. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. You either you're you're the best or you're the worst. Mm-hmm. You're gonna get your this is the job this is the job you get. Yeah. To get that much money, you have to be one of the best. And to be to be on this stage, you own a day of the week. Right. Sunday is owned by NFL, mm-hmm. and you're on one of 32 teams. You better show up. You're not showing up. You're t- clearly saying you don't know what the problem is, how to fix it. Oh, but if, but if we do this, if do that, like I put out there with uh, <laughs> Coach Mora, woulda, yeah. coulda, shoulda, that's all I hear. Yeah. It's... And the good teams don't do that. They put it up. Yeah. They execute. They know their job, and they do it. Yeah. They don't keep saying, let's keep going deep. No, we're going to attack this one guy mm-hmm. who they know sucks mm-hmm. and you're going to execute it and execute it until the other team has to do something else right. and that's when you can start changing things up mm-hmm. but you don't just go in there blind and that's the bullshit of our coaching staff and why i'm upset every damn week <laughs> yeah the first two weeks like we said is was good because no one expected this out of fitzpatrick now it's like oh they're just gonna throw deep every time mm-hmm. be prepared yeah and four turnovers three points <laughs> There are more turnovers than we had points. Yeah, that's bad. And we only punted the ball once. That just adorable, in my opinion. <laughs> I mean, what else? What else do you want to say about what's going on? What I about mean, Cutter? About how are we played? Well, I'm. I'm I mean, I'm kind of over Cutter. I think everyone is. I, he's going to be fired. We all know that. Like this, 
I mean, Mark said it like he's just he's a man defeated and it shows in his press conferences and it, it shows like he just doesn't have the answers. They're not getting better. This is a team that continues to do the same things over and over again and continue to get beat in the same ways because they don't make any corrections. There's no uh, player development. Um, you know, guys are being put in the wrong spots. So, yeah, I mean, as far as Cutter goes, I mean. I'm ready. I'm already looking for new coaching candidates mm-hmm. already, looking for GMs because, unfortunately, I think Light's going to be fired because of his uh, – they cut the kicker today, and that's, that's on did Jason. Did they know that you said – No, they, said... they did. They, they officially okay. cut him. Okay. So that's on Jason Light, too, for not being able to find a cutter throughout his ten- – Cutter. cutter. <laughs> <laughs> to find a kicker throughout his tenure. A kicker that couldn't cut it? Yeah, exactly. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid joke. <laughs> Um, you can see I'm lost for words because this team just like they're so frustrating right now because um, they are talented and but they just don't have anything to lead them right now. There's no leadership. Captains are they don't have answers like you hear Mike Evans and Jerry McCoy yesterday saying, oh, we're going to fix it. We're going to get it right. And, and hopefully we can get on a run and all this. And like, no, there's no hope with this team. Not right now. Oh, so yeah. speaking of what you just said, yeah. hope Mike Evans. This is Mike Evans after the game. Let's hear these two clips that he's, he was talking about. Is it surprising to me? Yeah. The, 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 the I, wish, I wish we were scoring touchdowns and field goals in the red zone, obviously, just like every player on this team, but we're just not doing that. And I don't know what the recipe is. I mean, we're getting down there fairly easy. I don't know. I don't know what it is we have to do. You don't know. Yeah. Like, and why is that? Because the coaches aren't helping you figure out what the reasoning is. That's all on coaching. If a player is telling you he doesn't know what the hell's wrong, yeah. and he just clearly said, oh, we, we get, don't have trouble getting down there. I just told you why you're having trouble. <laughs> you keep running the same shit from within the 20s mm-hmm. than when you're at the 20 and you have only 20 yards to work with. Right. It's stupid. Yeah. And vertical offense, we're, we're made to throw the ball deep. Yeah, but what happens when you get to the 20? <laughs> yeah, they just they shit the bed. I mean, it's like... <sighs> I don't know why he keep and why are you saying hope? Like you should know your you should know what you're about, and this team just doesn't. They don't know what to do. Like there's no, and I thought they had an identity, but <laughs> there's no identity. No, on this the team. identity is just throw deep, and everyone knows that. Yeah, but the thing is, a team that throws deep, it takes time for a deep developing play to work. Mm-hmm. If your O line isn't great, yeah, guys, an O line, our O line is average. It's it's good enough. I'm gonna say that. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, you can't keep throwing deep routes all all day. Yeah. Especially you know there's one week league in Mennonite. To me, he actually did – he's been doing a little better. Mm-hmm. He hasn't been getting his ass roasted every game. Right. And I'm the king of downing him. Mm-hmm. But it's – to me, he did better. And then, wait, there's just one more I hope from Mike Evans. I just want to throw this out there before we keep going. So three and six, uh, where does the team go from here? Uh, we got a lot of you know, tough guys on this team, and we're going to keep fighting. You know, one, and take it one game at a time, and and hopefully our luck will turn around, and you know we can go on a run. But we got to win one game. I mean, I, I thought this week was it was a good week. They were they were a hurt team, um, but they played well, um, and we didn't play good enough. Yeah, hopefully, <laughs> good teams don't hope for something. Good teams literally say, "Oh, this is a hurt team. We're going to take advantage of this hurt team." Mm-hmm. He even said it himself. They were a hurt team. You would think they would attack this hurt team. Right. But you didn't. Yeah. You didn't, and you, you see the end result, 16-3. to three. <laughs> And it, it's it's just dumb. Things like that. Even the players, 
or hoping. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't have to hope. I'll guarantee you the Rams and the Chiefs aren't hoping they're going to win. They, in their mind, they're like, oh, we're going to win this damn game because we know we're going to beat you. We well, know where we're going to beat you, and we're going to do it. They have the right mindset. I mean, they come into a game and they attack it. We don't. They don't come out and say, oh, we're just going to, you know, play scared or whatever and not you know not go for points like you go out into a game and you try to get the lead as fast as possible and when you get to the red zone you got to execute and now you're you're 54 percent in red zone scoring which is 21st in the league you have teams like the browns and and i forget who the other team was but they're better than you in red zone like that's that's pathetic like that's that's very sad when you have a an offensive personnel of this this caliber Guys that are six five that can dominate in the red zone, and we don't understand how to get them the ball. Uh, it's just sad. I mean, to to sum this all up, you know, Cutter's going to be gone because this team hasn't played a consistent game, a game for four quarters yet. Through what has it been now? Eight games, nine games. No, That's three and six. Yes. Games. So haven't played a full four quarters yet, and you're going into week ten. That's that's pathetic. <laughs> I mean, that that just sums it all up. I mean, they're just uh, too up and down. They don't know what to do on the field. Defense has no chemistry. Uh, you know, defense line doesn't understand how to attack mismatches either, which is sad. Uh, you know, I thought our secondary played better. We only allowed 178 yards passing, which is good. But... <laughs> then your offense just shits the bed. So it's like your defense comes back and has a good game, but that's just how the Bucks are. It's like, you know, one side plays well, and then the other side's like, okay, we don't give a we don't give a fuck this week, but <laughs> and then and then we finally figure it out in the second half, but this week we just didn't figure we it out. Figured it out once. We didn't figure it out at all. So if you saw the first quarter, that's all you needed to see for the Bucks. Yeah, that was pretty much it. And then then you get to a point where you just laugh at it, and that's what I did when I saw the Jack Jacquez Rogers fumble. I was like, "Okay," <laughs> I was like, "Here we go." That's just that's the Bucks. There it is. That's the Bucks right there. And that Fourth ball, quarter, that right ball, there. that ball traveled farther than a Fitzpatrick pass in the game yesterday. So. Yeah, like the Mike Evans deep ball. Yeah, that was short. It should have. I was been. like, "Oh, there it is." Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's like, and I didn't see the one that Evans dropped, but I have to look at that. Yeah, there was. We were talking before the podcast, and yeah, there was a ball where. Fitzpatrick threw it low mm-hmm. where Evans was on the ground pretty much, and it, it hit him hands, chest, and flew out. Uh-huh. I mean, it was a weird-looking play, mm-hmm. but still, you got to make a, a grab. You got Even the announcer said, oh, and Evans drops it. Yeah. And Brayton made a drop mm-hmm. in the red zone. Yeah. And, yeah, the Fitzpatrick where he's running towards the first down and then runs <laughs> left. I don't. I didn't get that. Yeah. That just, that just explains the whole season so far. I mean, it's just – it's like the Three Stooges out there. They're just – you know, playing Patsy or whatever. I don't know what they're doing, Pats. but but they're not being physical. They're not looking like they want to win. And it's just, it's the same old, same old. Yeah. So I mentioned the first interception, interception that Norman got second interception. I don't, I don't know <laughs> what, what was going on there. Like was he was a, just staring him down. That was just a bad throw. And the, the corner that literally saw it, was like, oh, I've seen this already, and mm-hmm. jumped it. Yeah, I think that's what it was. That was the second target for OJ Howard. Yep, <laughs> yep. So yeah. he had one catch for fifteen yards. Yeah, the first quarter. second one was an interception. <laughs> <laughs> but on a bright side, I'll say this: Andrew Adams. Yeah, this is a guy that looked beyond lost. What, what game was this? It was at home. 
Uh, oh, no, it was against the Falcons. Yeah. Against Fal- Fal- yeah. Falcons. Against yeah. Falcons. Yeah. He looked beyond lost in that game. Mm-hmm. This game, it literally looked like they made his job so, an assignment so easy. Mm-hmm. And he played so well. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think we had three safeties on the field a lot of the times. Yeah. It was Adams, Whitehead, and Evans. Mm-hmm. And we played very well. Yeah. It was pretty much Adams, man up on this guy. Mm-hmm. He did well. I'll give him credit on that. Like, I'll, a lot of the times when I saw him, he was playing confident, playing fast, aggressive. And you want that out of your defense. Right. Whitehead was flying around there. He did miss some tackles. He, he tried to get AP on the legs, and AP's the man. <laughs> so he missed some. But Evans, I feel, was consistent again. Whitehead did drop an interception. Mm. I didn't see it during the game, but I went back and watched the tape. Mm. There was one where I think Jordan Reed dropped a ball. And literally it fell in Whitehead's hands. Oh. And he just dropped it. And he was just, what the hell? <laughs> but he, those are opportunities, missed opportunities. Yeah. And it was on their fit, other side of the 50. Mm. So it was like, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Like, we can't buy a turnover. That's another thing. Know, again. This defense doesn't know how to make turnovers because I don't know if they're being coached or what. You know, not being coached to get turnovers. But they get them in practice. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, they, like, you you have to find ways to get turnovers, and this team just doesn't know how to do it. And then uh, I thought it was funny that Kevin O'Donnell uh, of Fox News, he asked Dirk Cutter about, like, running backs fumble. You know, why did the Bucks not try to make the other running back fumble? And Dirk Cutter's response was like, well, the running backs just don't fumble often. I'm like, what? <laughs> they fumble all the time. It just makes no sense. Like, that just shows you, like, Dirk Cutter's Like, loss. Peanut Tillman didn't make a living off of that. Right. Right, just you don't coach. He's like, oh, we, we do coach it, but but they don't fumble often. Well, if you're not coaching your players to do it often, the only guy that does it on this team is Levante David. Yeah. So if he's the only guy doing it. If he's not there on every damn tackle, it ain't gonna come out. I mean, that's just mind blowing. But uh, <laughs> I mean, it, it did. We lost sixteen to three. The quarterback Alex Smith only 178 yards. Yeah. Yeah, here's here's the tweet. Let me read it out. A funny thing I asked Dirk Cutter if his defense is showing enough effort trying to strip the football from their opponents. This was Dirk Cutter's response. And the NFL, how many running backs and and the NFL get stripped and fumble? And Kevin O'Donnell's like, I'm just asking. You don't see it very much. And then he responded, Yes, you do. <laughs> like Kevin O'Donnell did? Yeah. And Kevin O'Donnell's like, exactly right. He grabbed his sack and said, <laughs> Yeah, they do. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. So But uh, it's just so my biggest thing is, Bucks fans be upset. So you want to right the ship. If the ship is headed the wrong way because coaching is leading it the wrong way, we're never going to go the right way. Yeah, I mean okay, J- it's, JPP it's, said it, snowball effect, and that's what it is. I said that yeah. weeks ago. Yeah, and it literally, it's, and I, and someone asked something about snowball effect. I think they, yeah, but it's it's sad. I mm-hmm. mean. They're shooting themselves in the foot. They don't even know they're doing it. How can you not figure it out? I don't know. As a coaching staff, you yourself say you're a vertical offense. You're telling everyone this. I think I spoke about this in the last one. But you, you can't just simply do that. Right. You can't. Yeah. And you can't have your quarterback throw it 41 times a game and expect. But, guys, he got 400 yards again. Right. <laughs> like... and guess what? We got another loss again. <laughs> You just can't do that. And when you have a guy like Peyton Barber who's running his ass off and you only give him the ball 13 times, like, how are you supposed to be balanced with that? Like, how are you supposed to 
keep your defense fresh, which you thought was the game plan. Obviously, you're trying to keep them off the field. And that's why Dirk, you know, Dirk Cutter talked about that. I think today he was like, I took the play calling back because I wanted to, you know, be more balanced and run the football more. Well, why the hell are you not doing it then? Like, why are you not running the football inside the 20 when that's what most teams do? Like, this is a back ass words team. I mean, that's all I can say. They need <laughs> back ass words team. <laughs> they need change, and change is coming, like we said in the intro. Um, enough I, is enough. Uh, enough is enough. And like R.I.P. Owen Hart. <laughs> yeah, Owen Hart was the legend, man. Um, Those wrestling fans. Yeah, a legend for sure. But yeah, I mean, you gotta you, you gotta find a way, and it starts from the top and. Someone's someone's going to make the right decision, whether that's the Glazers and they just step down from football decisions, which I think is the right move, and they bring in a football president of some sort or just bring in a, a high-profile GM or coach. They got to get it right, though. I mean, they've been dead wrong the last however many years it's been now. So who's who started that point about being the president, bringing in a president? Uh, I mean, it's been thrown around for a while, but I know. Um, the commission's saying that. Yeah, right? I know Pulaski's been on it. Um, J.C. Cornell as well. Yeah. But, yeah, they got to do something to get a guy in here, some type of advisor, and just keep the Glazers as far away from it as possible and just let let the guy do his job and, and find a way to get the right people in here. Because that's what it starts with. you got to get the right people in here. And we don't have the right people in personnel as, as far as some of them. And that includes, like, Jerry McCoy and I think – Levante David, all those guys, you might have to clean house because the the losing mentality is so strong in that locker room that you're just going to have to wipe it out, like wipe it clean and um, start over with guys that want to win, like a Carlton Davis, guys like, yeah. you know, Mike Evans that want to win. Um, you know, you're going to have to switch it up. I mean, but a guy that truly knows how to use what he has in front of him. Yeah, that's important. Is that that's the the biggest step you need mm-hmm. right there. Yeah, maybe about this president that will literally tell Glazers, listen, just give me full reins. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a control issue. They, they don't want that to happen. Right. But the thing is, you, you need to succeed in, in this business that you're doing, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, you guys know business. If you guys know nothing about football – you would think you'd put it in the hands of someone who does know a lot about football. Yeah, and that's all we're asking. I, I know Jason Light, to me, we've both defended him, mm-hmm. brings in talent. But your coach doesn't know how to use the talent. Right. You're both coaches, both sides of the ball. I mean, yeah, people are looking at us like, why did we get Vita Vea if we're a 4-3 team? I mean, it, at the end of the day, it was trying to help McCoy get space, mm-hmm. take men off of McCoy. It, obviously, McCoy isn't the same McCoy no. like he was. He doesn't have the lightning first step. And the times he does do it, he's usually throwing himself out of the play. Mm-hmm. And they run right at him. Yeah, And he's been doing that for years. But I'm not going to down him this time. He played a little better. There were still times where he did do that gap. He shot the gap, and it was wide open. Mm-hmm. Vita Vea did not show up. He's a rookie, yes. Still, jury's still out on him. He's still a hell of a man. Big power guy, but he's just not. Maybe I'm trying to expect too much because the Derwin James crew yeah. is wanting so much. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's Jason Light is bringing in talent. It's just not being used correctly. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, 
and he's going to get fired because of that. Mm-hmm. He did he choose Cutter? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, oh, he sure as hell didn't choose Lovey, did he? I thought they I thought they chose Lovey, and then Lovey chose Jason right. Light. Yeah, that's correct. I mean, Jesus, yeah. like he should have just no. I want my own car. <laughs> and then my thing is, did they fire? No, no. Did they not fire Cutter because they didn't know if there was good enough options out there? Hmm. I mean, Nagy with the Chicago yeah. is doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. But other than that, is there any other new coaches? But uh, the Colts coach. Well, Cutter was named coach in 2016. No, I mean, I mean last year. Like, oh, did they not just fire Cutter? Because we both thought he should have been fired. Oh, you're talking about yeah. Last I don't year. give it. And I made the p- comment last last week about yeah. oh, Cutter just he worked his magic, and uh, I said it a different way about getting <laughs> getting an, another year of eligibility. Like, yeah, I thought he was, did so bad last year. Yeah, no. and it was the same crap you're seeing this year. Mm-hmm. Vertical offense. You can't score. Yeah, yeah we have amazing weapons, but you're not using them correctly. Right. That's all right. it is. But I, I think it was more did they not think there was a good enough coach available. That, that could, they, they probably maybe went all in on Gruden and couldn't get him. That could, be, that could be it. I mean, you know, you look at it, you know, Matt Nagy is probably the only – he's like the main one that's having real success. good real good success. Everyone else is kind of struggling. Um, you have John Gruden, who's only got one win, and then you have um, uh, the Colts guy. What's his name? Oh, uh, Col- the corner of the Eagles. Colts guy is not doing bad. Um, and again, he's he's got his hands kind of tied because they just they're re- Frank Wright, right? Or Frank? Wright, yeah, 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 yeah. So they're rebuilding. Um, Wish we had his guard. Took. <laughs> yeah, Quinn Nelson destroyed a man yesterday. Um, Imagine the difference if yeah. we had Quentin Nelson there instead of Caleb Benenoff. Imagine a line of Donovan Smith, Marpet, Jensen, um, uh, Nelson, Nelson, yeah. and Dotson. That that there's not many holes there. <laughs> It'd be better, um, but yeah, I mean, there's just I don't think there's many candidates. But again, he should still have been fired. You go back to 2016 <laughs> when he was hired. I mean, maybe you should have looked deeper and you know looked at a Sean McVay, but. He was hired that year? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> but. Oh, and that's no. the thing. That, that, Jesus. Isn't that, that, Don't tell me this. Sorry, say it again. That's Who was hired in 2016? Sean McVay. My God. And there's probably some others that I'm missing. But it's like you look at that, and that's what I'm trying to say. Like This is why we need a football president, because I want a thorough search, a, a search that is going to get the right people in place. Um, throughout your organization and you know that comes down to ticket sales that comes down to customer service like we said earlier it comes throughout everyone everyone's got to have the same mindset and the same goals and that's to be a winner you you can't have this losing mindset continue to trickle down throughout the team and it starts with guys like Gerald McCoy saying oh we're going to figure it out we're going to get on a run oh we hope to do this we hope to do that no, there is no hope. You either get it done or you don't. There's either yes or no. There isn't mm-hmm. no in between. This is a there's no gray area in here. Yeah, this is a fine line business that you're in. Like if you don't get the results, guess what? Your ass is fired. You're put out. up or shut up. Yeah, it's put up or shut up. I mean, you look at, and that's that's the thing that also if we get whoever we get as coach, they need to make sure they're building a team throughout the whole. Like building an organization, building a team the right way, 
Because you look at the Chiefs, you look at the Rams, that's what they do. They build teams. They build teams that are complete and that can win consistently throughout week to week. And that's what it takes. That's how you get to to the top level. That's how you get to the playoffs. But the Bucks, they just continue to do the same old shit and hope it works and continue to slide towards the bottom. And now we are officially, I'm going to say it, we are the Browns of the NFC. I mean, that's how low it's gotten. The Browns of the NFC. Yep. Plus, you are right. I know. The Browns of the NFC is so true. It. We've been losing that many years. And to me, it, it hurts to admit that. You just said it out of anger, but I honestly truly believe you're right right now. Mm-hmm. Like, we, we can't even win in our division, let alone... The NFC. Yeah. Like, think about it. Yeah, you can say the Giants are doing bad right now. 49ers have been bad for a while, but... We're going to lose both games today. Yeah. We're going to lose to them. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to lose this and week, we and we're going to lose after Thanksgiving to the 49ers. Like, it's oh. it's going to happen. You think Kyle Shanahan gives a, gives a flying fuck if he just dissects us, which he's going to do, because he has a good <laughs> offense and he knows how to beat our defense? Like, he didn't have a good offense. Yeah, they do. Like, as far as scheme-wise. Like, scheme, yeah, I don't know. His scheme, yeah, but the players he has using him, besides Kittle, right. he has no one. But he knows how to use them. Like, he has a guy called Mullins. <laughs> yeah, and he's going to put he's gonna put up points. God, God okay, guy, uh, guys, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Right now, I've been thinking, Mike is right. <laughs> I'm calling him Mike because I usually call him Pless. Yeah. He's right. Jesus, yeah. we are that bad. Yeah. We're directed the wrong way. Our players... Can't sum up the balls to say we want to win. And literally, just you, you're getting paid millions of dollars just to, to be pushed the wrong way. Mm-hmm. You, you're million dollar losers. <laughs> Not million dollar baby, you're million dollar losers. <laughs> yep. Yep. It, and it's just bitching after bitching and excuse after excuse. excuse. It, we deserve a winner, mm-hmm. we deserve a right direction. And no hire that we have had since Gruden has been a guy, a man with a plan. Yeah, it's all been quick hires. Oh, we've taken some advice from this person. Raheem was literally a cheap hire. Yeah, he was a, a youngin that didn't. He wasn't ready for the spotlight. We just been on this constant recycle, yeah. recycle and recycle Jesus. after recycle, and it's like you say you have a plan to rebuild. Like, what was the? They came out um, after Gruden was fired with the whole Raheem, and they said, you know, they made their changes. They got rid of Derek Brooks and all the veterans and along those, you know, that line. And they're like, oh, we're going to have a a nice plan put together. We're going to have this and that. And you had guys that just didn't know what the fuck they were doing. You had Mark Dominic, who just came up. Yeah, GM was bad then. Yeah, he just came up from being a scout to to player personnel, and now he's he's a GM and, you know, barely you know, had much experience to say the least. And then you have a guy in Raheem who is a defensive backs coach. He got promoted to defensive coordinator. Yeah. Defensive coordinator. And then all of a sudden he's good enough to be a head coach candidate. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. And then, you know, where do we go from there? We go to Greg Schiano, who was brought in because the team got infiltrated with drugs. And, yes, that is a true story. <laughs> that is true. Kellen Winslow had a bag of drugs that he brought in, and it infiltrated throughout the team. And Jesus. then you had the whole MRSA thing, and it was like, 
it, it's just been a consistent mess where there's no plan. You bring in Lovey Smith, and then your offensive coordinator realizes that Lovey Smith sucks, so he he has a heart condition. And he, <laughs> <laughs> Tedford, okay. yeah, Tedford. So then you have to hire another guy off the street that has no idea what he's doing, and Marcus Arroyo. And you're not you go two and fourteen. I mean, it led us to Jameis, but then Jameis got screwed up by Dirk Cutter. And it's like, it's just a, it's a consistent trash. I mean, it's just consistent taking out the trash. Okay, here we go. We're going to pick up more trash and we're just going to try to put something together. And it's, and it's been the same story with our kicker. Like we haven't had a kicker since Matt Bryant Yeah, and we, we did him wrong. Um, yeah. Someone told me a story. I don't know if this is true or not. I don't know if it's a patient or not, but they said that we cut Matt Bryant because he literally took a game off because of the death of his son or something like that mm. or something like that. He said, I'm not going to play because I'm, I'm, and then we, that year we, we just dropped him. I don't know if that's bullshit or not. Oh, no. When I heard that, I, I never heard of that. When I heard that, I was like, well, are you shitting me? Were that shitty of an organization? Yeah. Yeah. I, and I, look I, at him. And that is probably why he does so damn well against us. Mm-hmm. He's not, I don't think he's missed a kick against us. No, no I think he makes an extra point. But I remember when we were at that game. He's perfect regardless. I mean, the guy's always on the money. But, I mean, back to my points, it's like you you have to find a way to get the right person here finally. Like, this is such a big offseason, but it doesn't even start with players. It starts with a guy, guy in charge. Like, whoever is going to run this team, whether you hire a head coach first and let him pick his general manager or GM first and, and let him pick his head coach, you have to make sure that's the right guy. And that's why I'm saying the Glazers, and they are the common denominator in this. They need to go out and find a guy that knows football and understands what it takes and how how it's done to build a team. Build a team. You can't just have a bunch of talent and then you don't know what to do with them. Like You have to build a team. You have to have chemistry. You have to have guys that are willing to do whatever it takes to win week out, you know, week in and week out. And you don't have that. You know, that's why the Patriots, that's why, you know, the Rams, the Chiefs, all the teams that are doing well, even the Vikings, they have a plan in place. They understand who they are as a team, and they do it each week. They don't change who they are. They just improve how they do it, and that's what you got to do. I mean, I'll say this. The Rams, they Sean McVay is a different animal. He's a genius. You were, say, you were saying about Raheem Morris, he literally got promoted to – Defensive coordinator that year, and then got head coach next year. Right. Literally, Sean McVay worked his ladder, work, worked up the ladder. Mm-hmm. Started with us in 08. Went, obviously, Gruden got fired, blah, blah, blah. Went to the Redskins. Started as an assistant tight ends coach. Yep. Was there a year. Went to the tight ends coach for the Redskins, uh, actual tight ends coach, for three years. Mm-hmm. Redskins offensive coordinator for three years, and then he got a head coaching job. He worked up the ladder the right way. Right. Proving at every level he can dominate. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, you, you see what Raheem did. He got two seconds of fame being a good defensive coordinator, and then all of us put him at no. Yeah. You, he was not ready for it, the whole team, like you said. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, I think the Rams do so well because Sean McVay really is that good. Yeah. So whoever you draft for him, he's going to use correctly. Yeah. Yes, but those two need to work together. Yeah, for do sure. Do we need a GM that will hire a coach? Or do we need a coach that will hire a GM? I don't know. Mm. I'm not, I'm a, I haven't dug that deep into it yet and thought about it that much. But I, I just want to win. Yeah. 
And that's what it comes down I'm to. I'm tired of being the Browns of the NFC, <laughs> like you just said. And Jesus, it, y'all got to understand this. He's right. Yeah. I, I wanted to fight him on it, but you, he's right. You can't. can't fight it. I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> you can fight it, but... No, you can't. You can't. God. It is what it is. Like, it's it's out there now. It's official. You can just put a little period on the end of it. But... Period. <laughs> but <laughs> what I was going to say is, back to Sean McVay, he embodies... Like, their team embodies who he is. And that's what you got to have. You got to have a coach that carries... That coach's attitude throughout the organization, like they are that guy throughout the day. Like he brings energy, he brings the passion, he brings everything that you need in order to consistently win. And it's not just his mastermind and he understands how to, you know, scheme and everything. That's a big part of it. But he's a leader. Like he leads men. And that's what you got to have. You got to have a guy that is going to lead these guys and put them in spots to be successful. And that's what he does. I mean, you got to go out there and find that. Again, it's more difficult. You know, it's it's easier said than done. But you got to you got to make it happen. You got to find somebody that can can be that guy. Yeah. What's sad though is that if you look at the NFC, NFC South, every one of those GM coach combinations literally are, are good. Yeah. I feel like every time I see the the Falcons Saints. Or Panthers pick, it's a guy I liked. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, son of a bitch. Like, come on. Are you serious? Yeah. And it's, again, they got coaching and GMs working together. Right. They don't got guys thinking like, holy shit, you're not using this guy right. They have smart men leading young adults. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Pretty much that's what you see. Right. And it's, God, I, I want it. Mm-hmm. I know every Bucks fan wants it. But just Jesus, just... This offseason is going to be huge. Yeah. I agree with you. Cutter's gone. He sounds like he's gone. He's not giving. After the game, they ask what he's going to say to the. What do you say to the team? I didn't give much of anything. <laughs> you, you just. What'd you do? You shit in a fucking bag and said, "Here, here's my speech." Yeah, that's right. He's like, I had nothing. I had nothing to say. What, I didn't have a. Yeah. Great, what do you think they think of you when you do that? Yeah. You're a leader of men. You said that. I didn't yeah. have much of a. Yeah. Obviously, you threw in the towel. Right. You're telling them, guys, I suck. I can't do it. Can't cut it. <laughs> and I need to cut out. Yeah, I mean that just shows like he's a sinking ship. And I, I I want to do good. I want the Bucks to win. Right. I'm literally I'll I bleed pewter and red. Like come on. Like mm-hmm. I'm I love it and it ruins my week. Yeah. And I hate having to confront people saying, oh, what happened to the the, the game? What happened? <laughs> I, all I can say is, listen, we're being led the wrong way. What would you do? Yeah, it's like your 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 dad's telling you to do one thing. It's the dumbest fucking thing in the world, but you keep doing it because he told you to do it. Right. What do you think's going to happen? You're going to keep doing the dumb shit. Mm-hmm. You're led the wrong way. That's what's going to happen. Right. You're being told to do shit, mm-hmm. and you're shitting all over yourself. <laughs> so that, that's how I'm seeing it. Yeah. Like you have terrible leadership. You they he. Yeah, you admit you, you ought to see that they are trying. They they do believe in each other, but either way, you're going the wrong way. Yeah, yeah you're mean, you're not with the times of the NFL. What's funny is that Andy Reid, the old ass, he still has always been in it, mm-hmm. always been up to date with everything, mm-hmm. hiring the right people underneath him. And look at look at dumbass Cutter just took away uh, Munkin's job. Yeah. <laughs> 
because you don't believe in your assistants. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Munkin's doing something right. You just need to hire a better defensive coordinator. You okay? So Duffner's doing a little better job. And then you take it away from Munkin. What are you thinking? (laughs) Be the coach that delegates positions to everyone else. That's all Belichick does. You think Belichick's taking over any defensive coordinator jobs? No. Mm. He's hiring the right people and he's making his little assignments here and there, here and there, where he's like, oh, no, i got to address this. i got to address that. Because mm-hmm. he's a leader of men. Yeah, it's being a head coach. Sean Payton, leader of men. Yeah. Like, I mean, God I damn, think of, I'm done. <laughs> I think of the... Uh, I think of the... Uh, the movie Any Given Sunday, like when the coach is talking to the quarterback and he's talking about the position of quarterback. And that that relates to the head coach as well. Like, you're the top spot. This is this is your job. Your job is to lead these guys and making sure that they're being accountable for what their job is and making sure that they're doing whatever it takes to win. Like but you have to be sure to put them in that spot. You have to put them in that that position to be successful. And if you're not doing that, then why are you there? Why are you the head coach? You know. And if I'm the Glazers and I already made up my mind that he's going to be gone after this year, then you need to fire his ass today, tomorrow, whenever, now. Like it has to be now. Like if you know he's not the guy, get rid of him because he's just going to delay the problem. And start that damn yeah. draft stock. <laughs> and and that's, a, that's another thing. Like, I saw this on Twitter today. It's like, oh, we're already talking draft season before Thanksgiving. Annual tradition for the Bucks, And that's damn true. The Browns and the NFC. There we go. Jesus, I'm going to start saying that every <laughs> podcast. The Browns of the NFC. That's who we are. And, uh, yeah, I mean, probably next week we're going to be talking draft prospects. We're already looking at quarterbacks and, and running backs and every every position now. So it's like... Here we go again. Round and round we go. <laughs> round. Three and thirteen. Here we come. I, I think it's possible. I don't. I don't see where we can win another game. Um, and it's so sad. The next, yeah. The Redskins should have been a win. Right. Giants should be a win. 49ers should be a win. Will we win them? If we lose these two, I don't see how Cutter has a job. I don't see it either. How many more? I think if he loses next week, I think he should be fired. I, I just don't. I can't believe this. How many times he's come out there and said, I don't know. If you are a head coach and you're telling me you don't know, and you're telling, and you're, even your teammate, your, your players are saying they don't know. Right. You're, that's a bad leader. Yeah. They have no direction. They don't, they don't even know. They don't even know what to say. Yeah. You, Belichick never says, I don't know. He says, that's stupid. He'll literally look at the media and say, no, it's stupid. Yeah. Or I'm not going to answer that. Or on to the next game. We're on the next game. Yeah. It'll be fixed. Yeah. And he dissects his own damn self, sees where the hell he was wrong, mm-hmm. and moves forward. Right. Puts that shit to bed and finds a new chapter and pushes forward. Mm-hmm. The book keeps going. It never stops. Yeah. But these idiots, oh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, don't, I can't put my finger on it. But we, we're, we're going to try and keep being vertical. Yeah. I can't stand it enough. Yeah. It's stupid. I mean, my last point will be this. It's like, you know... Uh, Justin Pulaski came out with this on his podcast today, and he was like, you know, Glaciers have two choices. They can either they can fire Cutter now, promote Munkin, and, and let, you know, Jameis play the rest of the year, which is a, is a possibility, which I think would be smart. Or you, you ride with Cutter throughout the whole year, and you just keep Fitzpatrick playing. You don't even start Jameis because you don't want to risk him to either injury or risk him to further self-doubt as far as play because he's just going to continue to do the same things as we've seen 
And then also the, the other option, as he got into the offseason, he was like football president. And that's what's, that's what's got to happen. We got to find that guy that is, is going to be the leader of this team and get it back on track. And I don't know who that would be. I don't, and, you know, he's mentioned like Tony Dungy. I don't know if he would come back to work for the Glazers. I doubt it. Um, you know, Derek Brooks maybe. But you got to find someone, you know, find someone that can understand how to, to get this ship going in the right direction. Oh, I would love Dungy. Yeah. <laughs> and Kamish, Jesus, you're right. Yeah. I've had my bugaboos with you back in the past, but Jesus, you are right. <laughs> I'm saying this point blank. Good points. Yeah. Good points. Yeah. Um, yeah. We we need a better direction. Well, what else can we say? Yeah. The Redskins versus Bucks game was an yet yeah, an utter just slap in the face. Yeah point of no direction no identity just loss a coach that doesn't know what the hell he's doing comes out after the game says oh literally demoralized doesn't have a plan for what he's going to do to fix it mm-hmm. has even the players saying after the game we don't know but we hope we can win we hope we can find one win and put it stack them you shouldn't ever hope yeah you should know what plan you have and execute it and that's pretty much what we've been saying this whole podcast yeah since the First one we have ever done. Have a plan, put it into place, beat that other team. Mm-hmm. If you have a plan in place, you know what you need to attack. Right. That's what you need to do. And you'll never be behind because you know where you're going to find your weaknesses and that's where you're going to do. Mm-hmm. You're not going to force something that where you think you're just in a vertical offense and you can hit the deep ball every fucking chance you got. Yeah. It's not, that's not smart. No. The NFL, it's getting smarter every year. Analytics is a real thing. I don't give a shit about Cutter saying, oh, it's numbers. That's why you're going to get fired, dumbass. Because you're not looking at the numbers. Or have a plan and then not commit to it, you know, halfway through the game. It's like you're running the football well and then you go away from it. So it's just, you know. When you're in a game where you're down, what, yeah. max 10? Yeah. It's, nine? It's like first sign of trouble. Oh, let's change it up now. Oh, no. No, you continue to stick with what you do. That's how you build identity. That's how you build a team. We'd have no idea. <laughs> it's vertical offense. That's it. That's that's all we got. Um, but I think that's anything else. I think that's going to do it for us uh, tonight. Um, you know, again, a lot of passion from us both. Uh, I wish I could have got the video of of Mark driving home in the car because he was he was visually upset. But. Uh, <laughs> But anyway, uh, I hope you enjoy the podcast. I hope we, uh, you know, spread some knowledge tonight. And again, we just want this team to win. Like like all of us, I think you can agree with that. And hopefully soon we can can get on that right path. Uh, again, it's it's time. But until that happens, right now we are the Browns of the the NFC. So. Uh, and guys, I'm gonna leave you off with this. Remember, follow us on. Podbean, mm-hmm. Twitter, at Real Bucks Talk. Just keep being a Bucks fan. Keep hoping for the best. Yeah, it's highly doubtful we're going to win. <laughs> but we'll give you more Bucks coverage and where we see we can dissect the, the Giants coming next week. Right. Will we do it? Most likely not. Will we be vertical? Most likely, yes. Will we win the game? Who the hell knows? It's a Bucks life. But, Cutter, I'll leave it off with you. Obviously, I'm not, you know, I'm not getting my point across. Obviously, I'm not, you know, I'm not getting my point across. Obviously, I'm not, you know, I'm not getting my point across.